an unknown error has occurred. It was like, I remember having hell of a time about it. <laughs> yeah, stop saying stuff. I'm just sorry. Can't control my words. <clears throat> it's like... A brand new thermos? Why do you have the tags still on it? Because it's brand new. Because <laughs> like, I'm going to show off my new thermos I had lunch, at school. And I was just like, no, I'm going to take it off. I was just lazy. <laughs> I wanted to read it first to see if it said anything about how to take care of it. But I'm like... I mean, it's self-explanatory. Mom, I don't want the boring red one. I want the Captain mm. America one. Yeah, you should have had the thermos. This was the only choice for thermos. Mm. Why buy on brand? Hmm? Don't trust other brands. No, it was just there and it was the cheapest. <laughs> no lie. Brands are funny. Like, we call it a thermos, not like a keep things warmish. <laughs> I mean, I guess because of that. There's so many syllables We call that. them band-aids. Yeah. When it's actually a... Scar removers. A... <laughs> Hide dressing? your ugly bandage. An adhesive yeah. dren- dressing? An adhesive bandage. Yeah. And Kleenex. The brand is Band Aid. Yep. Kleenex. Yes. Yeah, secretly, the man who created it is the, like, well, I won. That's the brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a tissue. Ew. Mm-hmm. Sounds gross. I'm happy tissue. with the Kleenex. Tissue. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this just a <laughs> tissue. Welcome to this week's episode of the Unknown Era Podcast. I am always your host, Martin Bennett, and with me, as always, as always, is Rick, right, and Roddy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Tissues. Um, so a tissue. Here's a tissue. This is the podcast where every week uh, we take what we challenge each other to check out, watch, listen. Consume. Whatever, consume. Ooh, can we send each other to restaurants? That'd be an interesting that thing. That would be interesting. I want to send you guys to Hanmoto. Well, it depends it's, on. Oh, Hanmoto. It's very expensive, though. If you get one thing, yeah, you get one thing. Yeah. Go, go get the Dino wings, and then we'll talk about it next week. The one that has like it's filled. And <laughs> depends stuff. on if we no, can I eat it. <laughs> <laughs> depends on if I can eat it. Oh, true. right, right. Yeah. Dino wings. Yay, allergies. Um, but yeah, so. Each of you could challenge each other to consume some sort of media, and then we sit and talk about it and review it and discuss it. <laughs> and uh, and you, we were more than welcome to join in. And, join uh, you know, as we always mention, if you want to get these episodes a week early before anyone else, you can help support us and the channel and the company on our Patreon, patreon.com slash unknownairfilms. Just for a dollar, you get everything a week early before anyone else does. Isn't that wow. crazy? Isn't that crazy? You're like, I want to listen to the next one right now. Well, listen to this one first. Then you can listen to the next one immediately after. It's really important you listen to them in sequence because there's a, there's a, we have a there, character arc going on. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, a ser- on. it's a serialized <clears throat> if you, podcast. Big changes so, for Rick in if you, if you, the coming weeks. <laughs> just like the movie that we're talking about today, you want to pay attention to every single detail because you miss, could miss something. And then when you look back on it, you can, you'll see it pop up. Never know, yes. um, but no, yeah, and you could urges. you could watch the next episode right now, and also you help support us. But yeah, yeah, so I gotta remember to do this every single week because last week I didn't do it. Dang it! Last time, I'm gonna say what Roddy? Because it's this week is Roddy's week. What? And uh, Roddy has us doing a movie. I did. Yes, made us watch a horror movie. I mean, 
a thriller. Yeah. Psychological thriller called Lake Mungo. I did. But so I don't, so I make sure I don't forget this at the end of the episode. Uh, And also just to plug this, we would love it if when we, you know, go to record and we, or each week when we say what we're going to be watching the next week or, or, you know, whatever, that you in the comments give us your review or talk about it. So quickly, Rick, why are you making us check out next week? Oh, next week. Oh yeah, next week we're gonna watch Wet Hot American Summer. Which I've is actually never seen it. Perhaps the opposite of what Lake Mungo about what we're talking about today. So if you, well, they both I mean, make well, no maybe. sense. No, no. <laughs> but if you, so if you've seen Wet Hot American Summer and, and love it or hate it or want to talk about it, just leave stuff in the comments and let us know on social media. But today we're talking about Lake Mungo. So first off. <laughs> Should I give some backstory on it? Or Let's start with why, why. Yeah, why, Roddy? Why the fuck? I don't know. I thought it would be interesting. Because I think I remember one time he says, I don't like heart. I was like curious. Like, hmm. Maybe we'll watch that. Like, when I first watched this film, like, we just put it on with my cousin. And, like, we know nothing about it. And at that time, I thought it was very, like, scary. And the point where, like, I had to, like, I, like, stay the night and, like, drove home in the morning and a part of me was like was it because i was with this like with my cousin and we're just freaking each other out or was it actually scary so in my head i was like let's just watch this again because i actually never watched it because i would freak myself out thinking about it so like mm. i thought like maybe watching it a second time it was all because of the like that situation of why it was scary more than the content it's scary itself so i was just curious and i wanted to see like a dabbling of horror for us to watch, because I know you guys don't like horror. Yeah, fuck you for that. So I just want to do a dabble, <laughs> like a dabble, wanna... nothing too intense. I meant to watch it during the daytime, <laughs> and then I, and then you know, work, you know, sort of. I was like, oh, I have to it's do not, work. I remembered that I have to work for a living, yeah. and then, and then it was nighttime. Yep. yep. <clears throat> and then I really didn't want to, so I turned on a lot of lights. I I made the mistake of this was. This was like the last thing I watched and like I did all the happy stuff first and then this was the last thing and then I was like, so, okay, Lake Mungo, here are some... nothing to do with the joke in Blazing Saddles. What? I don't know There's a joke in Blazing Saddles with a telegram for Mungo. Uh, well, Mungo's the character, yeah. Yeah, anyways. This so is just a lake. has nothing to do Mungo. with that. No. Mungo. Which was a surprise for me. Oh. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Lake Mungo, first off, it's a natural place. Yeah. yeah it's uh, in Australia, and this movie is an Australian uh, psychological horror. It's about 90 minutes long, which is a pretty good length, I think, for a horror movie. Um, it was made in 2008, it's written and directed by Joel Anderson. Um, it was a low-budget film uh, made for about one, just over one million U.S. dollars. What? Um, he could have made that for less money. Um, but what's interesting, because I look up these things before I watch whatever we or listen or whatever to whatever we are doing that week. Um, it has a it's very highly critically acclaimed. Surprising when I saw I saw it, it has at Rotten Tomatoes is 93 like, <laughs> score on Rotten Tomatoes. But then the audience score is 62. That makes sense. Which is interesting. And I always go by 
back here if you're watching the podcast this is my roommate troy who some people might know um <laughs> him and his girlfriend always say um they always say what because they love horror movies and i've only watched a handful with them um but they always say like when they look up the score on imdb it's like you take the score and then you add 10 and that's the actual score because people always rate horror movies lower than what they should be so you know if this is a user rating like 65 Really, it's like a 75, if you think about it. Be, yeah, people just always rate horror movies lower, either because they don't like it, or it yeah, didn't scare them. or scary. I don't, want it, I don't want it. Or whatever. Keep it away from me. It's a three. <laughs> well, this didn't have any jump scares. It had one. It had one. Really? Oh, I can see what you're talking about. Yeah. No. At the very near the end? That wasn't a jump scare. That was a fucking jump scare. There was no... Was uh, there wasn't was a Yeah, there was. Was it? Yes. No. <laughs> you want me to play it for you right now? Maybe. <laughs> no. No, we'll do that in it's friendly... A... We'll do that in friendly banter. It is, because th- there's music it, and... It, you know. Yes, you see it coming, but at the very last <laughs> second, it goes black, and then music pops, and it pops up. No. I wasn't scared. See, Freak. then you can dabble in horror. Then freaked me out. I don't want to um, dabble in horror. But anyways, <laughs> I'm not that guy. So what the movie is I basically about? So what the movie is basically is it takes an interesting stylistic choice. It basically does a documentary style um, narrative. It is. It's not a real story, but it takes a documentary approach and has actors playing people recalling the events of this thing that happened with this family and using, you know, faked found footage and, you know, uh, family footage and stuff like that to build the story. And the basic story is that it's a family who the daughter drowned and after that had supernatural occurrences continuing through their lives the few years after that happened and then a lot of weird stuff starts popping up and it turns into a really interesting like twisted story um i'll say first off like i don't think i would have given this movie like a 93 percent, but honestly like in the 80s like i i actually really enjoyed the movie you know horror for me for me personally horror is like one of the best horror movies I've seen in like the past five years was The Conjuring. Oh, I really, yeah, I really yeah. like that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it, horror is interesting. It, I, I think horror and comedy, they're always linked hand in hand with the way that people talk about them in the entertainment industry. I think it's because it's a very subjective thing. Not necessarily about what you like, but about how you use it to affect people. And comedy, you know not everybody's going to laugh at the same thing, but then not everybody's going to be scared at the same thing. And I wouldn't say that I was scared this whole, while watching this movie, but for me personally, I was invested and on edge the entire time. It got the good atmosphere. The, the atmosphere is really good. The acting was actually really good in parts. There are certain Mm -hmm. things because of the way that it's presented because it's all t- the entire narrative yeah. driving force is talking heads. Yeah. So you're always watching people talk to the camera or talk to person off camera. 
So it's really easy to start analyzing their performances, I think. Um, yeah, fun, especially when they're talking about such like emotion. The fun, a fun fact about this is that the script, uh, oh. there was no dialogue written for the script. Oh, Mo- I did not know that. That's neat. The, the script is bullet points, and the person mm. that was off camera asking questions was the director. That's I smart. Was, That's I smart ca- for... I kind of I kind of so, guessed so there that was, at parts. They had bullet points. And he basically would feed them questions. That's like religious. Like I found no, when the religious was, actress came on, I was like, she seems like. There was like the guy who played the dad. He said a couple of things that I was like, no one would write that. <laughs> yeah, there's certain moments. There are a lot of really good moments with a lot of the characters, and you know, it it's interesting. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of characters that I that I saw. I'm like, that looks like a that's like a real person. And and he personally, the director, I was reading wikipedia page and whatever it's like yeah you want to get not like unknown actors because makes sense the whole really? point was yeah. to try to make it as realistic as possible like if you have chris yeah. hemsworth in it be like we thrown off the whole time well, yeah yeah like that time in that movie yeah exactly but Vacation. um exactly so we fo- the story follows the main the the family which is uh what were the last names tell no to be honest I just know the chick's name, Alice, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. And then um, there was mom. There was oh, dad. They had a weird name, didn't they? There was lots of weird last names. Well, no, the main the main family was what? Russell, June, Matthew, and Alice. Oh, they were the. Oh, fuck! It's gonna bug me. They were the main family. Those guys. Yeah. See, yeah. survives. So in the future, I could totes do horror. Well, I'm. This movie angered me a lot. <gasps> More than more than anything, by like, just filmic structure story. Well, I personally, I like, I hate found footage stuff. Palmer. Uh, I like the family name is Palmer. 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 Right. I like that this film has a structure that it sticks to, and it's not, it's not like other horror mil- movies that sort of like start like, oh, it's like a documentary ish kind of thing, and then it'll sort of become full. Yeah found footage yeah i like that it stuck to the structure i sort of hated the whole story (laughs) especially parts that got me really angry i was i was with it until probably about half until the film the brother faked I feel like it's been until before. I think I got a little bit past that. Basically, yeah. until like you know the secrets of her life come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And like okay, this okay. doesn't. None of this. None right, of this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think watching it again. I think that was one of the notes I made when I watched it again. I was like, some of these plots are kind of left field. Like they kind of just like. Well, because at the beginning, it's sort of about. It's much more about grief. Yeah. Than well, it is about anything else. Th- that's basically what this entire movie is about. Yeah, it's about grief. It, I mean, but then it, it bookends gets weird. Well, like the beginning and end, like the well, story wise are good. St- it was like maybe the twist kind of thing was like it depending on like I guess your feel for like that kind of trauma. It is a supernatural story about grief. Which is really interesting because normally it's like grief is, you know, dealing with realistic things, but then this movie throws in this weird, like, supernatural aspect of it that then the characters, like, take as a sign that we don't know what's happening, what the world is, what the, what happened to our daughter, but we just know we got to get over it. 
Which well, is interesting. It's a, is weird. I will say yes when that stuff came in. So basically, so basically, the daughter uh, Alice drowned while they were all around. Yeah. Well, she Which went. Is, she you went. Know, she come went. On. Well, no, she went down. Didn't come up. And then they tried looking for her, and they couldn't find her for. Yeah, but you swimming anyways. They well, no, that they, they did that. As a person who has been swimming. They talked about that. Not real. I don't believe this at all. You don't often lose track of each other. Well, they talked about And if about you do, you, you realize very quickly. Sus- have a suspension of disbelief, Rick. Right. You just get angry Anyways, hard. that was the... They like, talked about that. They said, hard, she, like, nah. they, they, came, they came out and went, where is she? Yeah, and then they're and like, then the oh, water, and then I saw her and, towel. And they said that the water was not moving. Okay, I was able to believe and that. And they went back and it looked, and It was only upon reflecting where I was like, who the fuck? Who... What 15-year-old person drowns surrounded by their family? It happens. One that you eventually find out was not a natural thing. Uh, anyways, yes. <laughs> but so she goes missing, supposedly drowned. They didn't find her body. And what it's happens gross. is basically... Scary. I will say, great makeup, though. That's scary, yeah. 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 That, looked, that looked pretty dang. That, the, the makeup, track the makeup for the dead body looked pretty Time dang. was between those two things. I did too. I did I too. Like, I, didn't get, I didn't keep track of it. It was like the 21st of December, and then they found her. It was basically or, a week, I think. Yeah, okay. Or so. Um, they talk about Christmas and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But then basically what happens, to quick summarize the first main part of the story, is that then what happens afterwards is a lot of weird occurrences start happening within the house. A lot of seeing things. It's just in, it's just in photos and video. Well, no, it's like the the dad talks about how oh, he right. came home late from one night, uh, heard something in his daughter's room, which they never touched. Which is that ha- I I see that in stories, and and I've never actually I've never actually met anyone who's actually done that, which is which is weird for me. Where like a family member dies and they just don't touch any of their stuff. Right. I don't know if that's actually a real thing that people do. So I don't it's know. It's a real thing. It just sometimes I takes some time. Some aspect, yes. Yeah. But so they don't touch a room at all. Um, and yeah, one, the dad's experience is that he goes into the room and he sees his daughter at the desk, and she turn. She doesn't know that he's there. He makes a sound. She turns around, and starts yelling at him, and he breaks down. Um, and then the mom's experience is that she has recurring nightmares all the time. So much so that then she just can't sleep, and then she finds herself leaving, going out on walks, and then walking into strangers' houses. Um, the brother is silent. He gets into photography. He starts taking photos, starts seeing weird things in the photos that he's taking. Um, becomes this whole, and then and then what I love is that it doesn't just stay with the family. It goes all these different characters mm. within their lives, like their friends and all these other people and like friends of the girl and friends of the brother and, and friends of the mom, dad work. Like they talk to people, they talk to his coworker. Oh which yeah. Is, the guy has been which, like, we've known each other for a good number of years, which is I'm like, well, fuck how many years? <laughs> well, it's, well, it's in, I like that. I like that with him. I, I like his character specifically because they ask him like, do you think he saw what he saw? He's like, I think he saw something. Who knows what it was? Mm-hmm. But I think he saw something. Mm-hmm. It's like, and then he even talks about like, you know, I knew family sort of. And as much as I've heard him talk about how 
his daughter never wanted to be like his mother, but everybody says that they were exactly alike. And like giving these little tidbit, like all the all the side characters gave really interesting tidbits, and they were all for the most part believable. Not the not the points, but the characters themselves. Oh, yeah. Like if you didn't know this was fiction when you yeah that's what yeah be like this is 100 percent. what i found interesting about this movie watching it now is how kind of the style and what it's kind of doing is very relevant to the shows that i see now like with true detective or like like the thing the feel that's going for like kind of like this murder mystery kind of vibe like i feel that's like a thing that's even more prevalent in series and tv show where like there's a murder and they need to solve it and there's like a like with the key. Why are you so angry? <laughs> I guess that's the point of this movie. There's like there's a mystery, but it's no. There's just none. There's a mystery. It's a supernatural mystery. Like I do it. Like when I watch it, I do agree. That some of the points are like, like if you take what happened towards the end, it just all of a sudden just goes straight supernatural. Like it's kind of like what. And like that, like a lot of before, a certain point felt very much like it could be based on real life, very realistic, and like it could happen. Uh, but then it turn, takes that supernatural turn as soon as like the character finds the phone, and that when they actually go to like Mungo, I find that's when it's like, oh, that's kind of like. What I think personally sold it all for me was the fact that the entire time as things started building and whatever, I was like half expecting it to turn into what I didn't want, which was, you know, there's this documentary crew and they're obviously interviewing the, this family about the occurrences and the family is talking about like what happened, like what they're talking about. sounds like it happened a while ago, Mm -hmm. which is really interesting. So the whole time I'm like, is the documentary crew going to encounter something? And it never happened, which thank God it didn't. Um, because that would have just, I, w- I would have just started hating it at that mm. point because I was like, oh, and then it turns into this thing and now they're documenting the, 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 the haunting of the haunting house. and yeah. blah, but it was all just old footage and the, poli- I will say that the police footage and like when it cuts to that stuff, all looked in the news footage, like that was all really well made. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was I really well edited got, like, and put together to make of the TV station that like they have it like super kind of like as mm-hmm. a layer there. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, they even got old that video right. style. Yeah. Like it, wor- it worked perfectly and made it actually seem realistic. Like overall as a package, like I th- I feel like they set out what they intended. Yeah. Like I felt like and like, they shot the documentary stuff like a documentary. My yeah. favorite too. Yeah. Like I said, I wrote this in. And I was like, you know, when they like. Like, if you see here and they zoom, my favorite is like, they didn't enhance. They just kept it shitty looking. Yeah. Yesterday, oh, they yeah, yeah. I was like, no enhance. Well, no that's because what it used to be. That's what it, that's what it used to be, which like, was... Enhance. Nope. I mean, this movie is also almost 10 years old. Yeah. And it's... Yeah. Like, for me, like, if you watch a lot of horror films, like, it's it's more original than compared... Like, if you watch a lot, you'll see that this is one of the better ones in regards... Because a lot of things, they'll do that thing where now the documentary crew is affected. Yeah. This one, like like had its own rules that it went by and like stuck to it and for the most part like didn't just like go out of line or just yeah like just kind of like broke itself like it's a pretty structured story yeah and it had characters that were on screen and seen for the honestly the perfect amount of time that you needed them yeah like the boyfriend like that i was like 
I didn't need to even know more about his story. But I like the little details of how they had that documentary style of yeah. like where they decided to film him was like at this particular like kind of like graffiti-fied rock. Yeah, they're and like, like well, we're like going to go here. And like a wide shot of him walking in. Yeah. I was like, they captured the really details of doing this kind of documentary to the yeah. point where like mm-hmm. the slow slider coming into a room. I'm yeah. like, it's like the, exactly it, what they would actually do in a document. Yeah. It really feels... I mean, not I don't say this to like degrade it or anything, but it really feels like a similar to like stuff you'd see on like Discovery Channel, like like yeah. Ghost Hunter, like no, haunted yeah, stories yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah, in a way, yeah, yeah, just nicer. It's like they um, did their research and what this kind of thing, like what like, their topic was. They shot like, it since on Wikipedia. It said they shot it over five weeks. Like, since I knew, it which was is kind of crazy because to think of all the. So like you're watching this, you're like, okay, the thing about watching something on Discovery Channel or whatever, it's like, you know that there's no actual scary thing. So you're just watching it because it's a bit eerie. Yeah. Yeah. So you get that feeling. But since I knew it was fiction, I'm like, I'm now expecting something else, something more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you don't really get that. So they just start digging into her. Well, I was, life, I was just twisted, I, and then I was just like, I think as like a true crime kind of thing. If you watch like this, TS, like how did this murder happen? That's kind of what they do. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like I, I personally mean, like that. Like I love those kind of stories where it like starts to just it's slowly unfolding in certain ways, and it was really interesting. Um, I think just the supernatural aspect to it. That was the thing that that put me off, but made me more interested was the fact that this family and all the talking heads were talking about these events so calm mm. and so just easily that made me think like wait what is ha- what's happening like they're just being like yeah and then then we saw this and then and then this happened and it's just like but how are they so easily talking about this stuff and not being freaked out by it and that's what made me actually more interested because I, I just wanted to know what went from you know, seeing the the son taking photos of the backyard and then all of a sudden seeing the image of his sister to then videotaping the living room and seeing someone walk by. I think, was that the jump? Oh, that's not the jump scare. That was kind of like, that remember, uh, to then To then be like, where it went from that to where we are now with these characters and how, how they're being interviewed and how they're speaking. You know, and then it goes into that they they didn't know what to believe so they were like i also felt a lot of like a lot of little things felt real which i you know you kind of need mm-hmm. as like well we, so we decided to dig her back up right and yeah. do a dna test and he and had it, and they had and a interesting, positive so what like are I, you gonna do like we can't really explain anything like i believe the son's motivation to that too like i was able to kind of believe why he did that yeah i think Oh, that was that was one of the really real things when they got the DNA test back, and the father's like, oh. "I didn't realize until the test came back that I had like how much I had invested in the idea that I could have made a mistake, and that she was still alive somewhere." Yeah, I think one of the things about this film, like, I think watching it now, I'm a little more critical with like structure because I've already seen it before. So, but as a, when I watched it the first time, just seeing it as like the experience that it wanted me to see, like I, like it just. I think it's effective in the like little things of making it scary. Like I think the idea 
when you find out what actually happened to her and why she's being so weird, I think that whole, like, the very end shot of, like, what she saw, like, I think that for me that's effectively creepy. Because, mm. like, if that were to happen to me, I'd be like, that is some bizarre kind of shit going on. So then what happens in the plot is um, during this time where they're unsure, they get in touch with a, um, a psychic, psychic yeah. um, which and that that guy is uh, I wrote his name. Ray. Down. Ray. I love that character. Yeah. He's that good. was actually a really good because, ca- you know, it's like, oh, it's a psychic, blah, blah. But he like the very first time you see him on screen, he just looks like a real ass old man who's just like, <laughs> I just want to help people. And I also love that's that modern psychics, baby. I also love that he was it's on also, the business card. I also love that he was like that he filmed his interactions with people. It made it a bit more like I'm not trying to screw you out a lot of money. Mm. And and like you know, because it's like oh, I could film you, and I was like, okay, why is he filming people? I was half expecting like something weird to happen but no he's just like i just filming them because you know it's for them to watch later and review if they want to and and it turned into like a natural kind of sweet thing mm-hmm. and he and he was a realistic character in terms of how he acted and how he you know responded to people um just all around great acting on that guy um uh so then he gets involved um, they hold a seance during the seance. They, you see something in the video. So they decide to set up more cameras. Um, and then somewhere, someone, an outside source goes out, um, to this area where supposedly there had been a photo, a photograph with, uh, Alice in it. Um, it's months later. Um, and they capture video and they think they have Alice in it, but it turns out it's the brother. And then very interesting way that they decided to reveal that to the audience where just like they asked the brother directly and they're like, so how did you do it? And he breaks down each and every single time they think they saw her. Mm-hmm. That was cool. And goes through and is like, yeah, I, uh, double expose this image to make it look like she was standing by. The mirror thing was smart, though, when yeah, they explained yeah. that. TVs and mirrors. Like, yeah, I thought that was cool. The way I had it set up so it looked like she was in the mirror and these two things was I took an old video of her and I just played it and so that you didn't see that it was the TV and that it just looked like she was standing there with her reflection in the mirror. Yeah. And all that happens, and it's so that they do the DNA test to prove that she is the one in the casket. It's like, it's... It's it's this point where for me the movie is just just sort of like fumbles and ends. I can definitely see why you think that. For me, There's I just so many things that they're like we I, give and then we take for no reason mm-hmm. because okay. it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Like they, I will then, say, then they keep seeing images of her. Then it's like, what, I will, what, Why was the point of taking away? I definitely will. This. I definitely what, will say that the, the. So it's like they give you all of this evidence. Yeah. That she's still a figure in some sort of celestial space. Yeah. Right? And then they're like, no, the brother faked it. Okay. But wait, no, we're still seeing things. I think... Like, I I, actually, I, I really liked it because then it became... In terms of, because then it became that story of grief. Well, that's that's what I liked. I like that then it became that story of grief. And, and like, that's why I'm saying that, it's like everything 
after and like I, the reveal that he did I, it that's fine with me and then, but I, then they sort of go back to doing but what, it. what happens is then you realize you're halfway through the movie you're like what the rest is what is the rest of this movie and then um and then it comes down to oh yeah so still friends of the family and everything and then i forget what order things come in it's like the mother goes back is it, to the is footage. It, is it, and then he sees that face of the man. Is it, wait, yeah. is it the neighbors first, or is it the Alice actually met Ray first? It's neighbors it's first. It's neighbors first. Yeah. I really wish it was the opposite. I think that would have sold it better. I think that would have been the thing to focus on, rather than all the other bullshit. I think the other stuff was. Gr- I think no. Like I think focusing the other stuff- on the psychic and like the experiences. I think, sort of at the end with I the mother so. and I her so. having the same moment, but at different times. I think they. I think though they spent enough time on the major event in this film, which actually, like, as I was watching it, I was so ingested into it that when I actually saw that part, it actually hit me really hard. I was like, "Oh shit!" Also, because I just personally really don't like watching. I have a hard time in movies watching rape. Yeah, and all that stuff like it really just sickens me when I watch it just because yeah depending on the movie if they really sell it it really hurts um just to watch it it's like makes me feel really uncomfortable and it that scene did so basically what happens is the brother and the psychic go on a trip and they still leave cameras set up just because you never know and they do catch something in the video that looks like Alice and they're thinking about it. Maybe it was her, maybe it wasn't, but then the mother is looking back on the footage and notices that in the side of it, there's another face. She recognizes it. It was their neighbor Mm. goes in Alice's room. Uh, I thought the setup for the secret hiding area was kind of lame, but I can kind of see why they didn't want to make it like a discovery thing. They're just like, no, it's back here. I looked like that made sense for a documentary sense where it's like, no, I've already looked back here. Right. And they, these are the things I found. Yeah. And she finds a videotape of their teenage daughter having sex with the neighbors who she babysat for. And, you know, it's obvious that she didn't know what she was doing and they took advantage of her and all this stuff. Let's like sort of later reveal that she was drugged. Uh, Yeah. Yeah think so there's like a weird thing where she's talking to the psychic and she's like uh fuzzy or something yeah yeah i think so but yeah so they reveal so it reveals this and that you know they now are looking into seeing what um what where they are and what the story is with the neighbors. And it's very brief. It just basically explains this and then makes them want to know more about her secret life that they, that no one obviously knew and that she kept hidden from everybody. And it was, you know, they start trying to find the couple and basically six months after the daughter died and they tried to find the tape, they couldn't find and then they just moved away. Obviously like, and, and the whole time I was like, I really hope they don't come back into the story mm. just cause that's awful. Yeah, yeah. That'd be awful. Um, so then they start going through all of her secret stuff and find out that she actually had met Ray, uh, a few months before she died. And they ask him, you know, why didn't you tell us about this? And he was like, I just want, you know, it's confidential with my client. And they kind of separate from him 
Um, I like the way that they kind of handled it. And it's obvious, like, where the family... Like, this is the whole thing about what the family is talking about and they're talking head segments as to what they're talking about. It's clear there's been this big time passage. So they're talking about, you know, the neighbors and they're like, no, we still really hate them. Then they talk about Ray and like, you know, they're, they're saying like, we just felt like we couldn't trust him at that point anymore. Mm -hmm. And they're not saying like, we hated him because he didn't tell us stuff. They're like, it's clear that some time has passed. And later you find out that they actually reconnect with him. Mm -hmm. Um, and all that stuff. And so, yeah, so then that happens. They look through it more. Um, she went on a late, she went on a trip the summer before this, uh, her death. And it was to this, to this lake, um, Lake Mungo, uh, and trying to figure out what happened there. They find some cell phone footage from a friend showing that she, and this was the weird thing was like, then all of a sudden they just quickly slip in the like, you know, she went on this trip and then she came back with none of her, you know, possessions. Mm, and we yeah. didn't think anything of it that she just probably right. just lost she them. Lost the that was like one thing I'm like, that's kind of a cop out, I guess. But whatever. Mm. At this point, I'm still kind of just wanting to know what the fuck's happening. Yeah. <laughs> and then basically they go to the lake. They find her cell phone, her bracelet and everything. They charge the phone up and they watch the footage that's on her phone. And it shows her wandering away and then finding this figure who is the dead version of her. And then after that was the downward spiral into being antisocial, trying to meeting the psychic and basically being like, I know I'm going to die. And it was this weird just kind of it's a weird then part of the story because now it's like grief but in a sense of like not knowing who you're closest to and them drifting away from you and yeah the supernatural part I can understand like where the confusion where like the eh, not really liking it comes into play because now you're like I don't know what to care about like the supernatural part and the family's not really too worried about that anymore. But like, cause then they cut then Cause then immediately after that, they mm. then come back and they say we returned home and it felt like everything was calm. Right. I guess the thing that's the thing that's missing. Yeah. From the whole, for, for me, for the whole like sense of it, like one of the, like there's, there's nothing it, it was really hard for me to get on board with the supernatural element because nothing about it felt strong mm -hmm. to me. The, like, there was nothing, like, there's no, there's no reasons. I guess that's kind of the point, but I'm like, there's no, like, there's nothing really evil about any of this. There's nothing... Well, like, no one was hurt. No, one, nothing bad happened. Yeah, like it from, was just there, and they had no idea from, why it was there. It's also like there's no. I think what it is with this, there's no, there's no reason for. A, I think for me, what for it, a ghost to haunt the family who. Yeah, you know. I think for me, just no, no. I understand where you're coming from because, like, objectively, if I were to look at this like structure wise, it'd be like the ghost. If that's the big thing, it wasn't established in the beginning. It's established something else, so it could be considered a too late reveal. So the audience can't care for it because you didn't introduce it earlier or build it up. 
Mm-hmm. Like, like logically, I think, like those are just very accurate descriptions. But I think what for me, at the time that I watched it, it was the fact that it felt so different. Because like I was looking at when Simba movies came out, I think it's a similar time as Paranormal Activity. So like part of me saw this as a different take on that, where you can, because like Paranormal Activity was kind of like, I don't know, it was a lot of just like watching a security cam for a long time until something scary happens Mm -hmm. but with this one i thought like oh you could do something different with and like the story with the family is very interesting and i think also um it's weird like the like like i said with the whole supernatural element it's like i can see why it doesn't work but then i can see their reasoning for why they want to do that because i i think what you're pointing out there's like a juggle Mm-hmm. Of like supernatural family, which is better, and I think maybe they might have chosen the family aspect more than the supernatural aspect, kind which of. Which is which is great. I don't know. There's just something really. There's something. It's good. It like that's what gets you is, is that part. I think the supernatural bit of it is. I think it's ambitious for. I think it's mostly it. there to keep. I think what it's there for. Is to it's more like a metaphor if you're gonna like analyze it. I think it. so. Like if you're Which to analyze weird. it, I think it's more supposed to be a metaphor and more supposed to be like the idea that grieving is letting go, mm. and you know what's what's harder to you know when people grieve that the biggest thing is yeah letting go of the idea of the person that you lost. Or letting go of not knowing what could have been with that person. And or what and then in this case, in this movie, it's really what was, and that was the thing was what they didn't know was haunting them. Mm. Oh, and it kept that way. And it kept them questioning. Good at these like sound bites. It it kept (laughs) it kept them (laughs) questioning. Um he kept them questioning and trying to seek information. Like I like, and and then once they sort of found it, then things were resolved with them personally. They were able to move on. Yeah, because the way then it looked like they accepted it because what it looked like was that they on their own went and found this stuff, and that the documentary crew was there while they were moving out of the house. Um, and they wanted to tell the story as they were leaving all of it behind. I think at that point, the family had already resolved what they really cared about, mm-hmm. which was, you know, what happened to our daughter and why did all of a sudden in a span of six months did we lose her? I think that's why this film has like a rating that's so low like lower on the imdb scale because i people are expecting something else yeah but then they get i think this kind of drama in return yeah yeah i think i think you go into it expecting a ghost story and like a haunting and then you don't get that and you get this more poignant family sort of grieving story as more you know theoretical sort of idea of how the film should be perceived i think that's why user rating is so low while critic Mm. rating is so high because it is very well done for its style and what it's trying to achieve um 
And then if you really look at it and you think about it, then you can find the great aspects of it. But, you know. If we didn't come and talk to about it, I'd be like, fuck that movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, it's true. Because otherwise, like, if you're expecting a horror movie. Yeah, it's not. It is it's is what it's tagged edge, which is a psychological thriller. The point is to make you think and make you make your thinking then scare you. Like it's like it's yeah. a flawed movie. There's some weird choices, but like overall, if you're coming to the grief concept, like it's effective in trying to have that kind of, I guess, message or story it's trying to tell. Because if you're thinking from a grief narrative, it's pretty complete. Like this thing, it's haunting them. They can't let go. But by the end, they're able to see like this is what she was trying to tell them. And now that they know who she really was. It's kind of like it's kind of like a weird unfinished business story, but like mm-hmm. in a different, not predictable kind of like format. I like that. I think I've pinpointed what is really missing. It's like sort of anything of Allison. There's like the bits where she goes to see the psychic, mm-hmm. but that's not. There's not enough. So okay, you see a ghost to yourself. That's gonna freak you out. Yeah. But then there's no steps, really. Like, she sees the psychic, but there's no... And this is the thing that I'm like... Like, it's sort of missing in the thing, and I'm only thinking about it now because I'm thinking about it. It's like there's no drive to avoid any kind of disaster. It's like, wouldn't that be sort of her big thing? Or is it because she was, like, abused that she's just, like, that... I think she's like, the, oh, the one section anyway. that explains it to me, and I wanted a little bit more, was when the mom is reading the diary, and she's explaining her nightmare. Right. Which actually happened. Yeah. Like, she's reading the diary, and how That's her daughter reads, her daughter wrote, I walked into my parents' room, stood at the foot of their bed, and started crying, because I realized that they could not do anything more for me. Yeah. And earlier in the movie... The mom describes her dreams as she walked into the room, looked at her, and she was standing at the edge of the bed crying. No, what I find interesting, not like realizing we were there. That's the thing, and they sort of endish, like almost the end of the movie is that, and then thing with the psychic and the mother and and her. Yeah, and the end of the movie is cutting back and forth between Alice's interaction with the psychic and then June's last interaction doing her reading or whatever it is and they are mirrors of each other mm-hmm. where i think alice think alice pictures her walking into her house sitting in her room and then her mom comes in not even noticing her and then leaving while then june's is her walking into the room looking around and seeing that she is not there anymore yeah, that's kind of like that's interesting because it's like her psychic future is her ghost, which is interesting. Yeah, but there's not enough of it. No, for me there, to buy there, into there it. isn't. That's true. What I think as well, I I think for me, again, like hard to buy into it. But then, uh, I think when I watched at the time, I think there was like a lot of grief and stuff happening as well. But like I remember, like even there's like weird stories of things are connecting. But I remember when I was a kid. Like, when bad things happen, for some reason, someone would all of a sudden tell about a dream they had. And then the dream, for some reason, tied very well to, like, an illness that the person who passed suffered. 
and like you're like how did how did you have the exact image like they, they were just bleeding in this like one area and like that perhaps was the area like that caused her death mm-hmm. and a part of me was like that's really weird and bizarre and that's what i thought maybe this film kind of captured where sometimes there's these things that happen that like so unexplained but you can't just help wonder like is this some weird cosmic thing like should i believe this and i feel that kind of does this the movie does this with that supernatural element and i think maybe that's why it goes for kind of not explaining too much because if they went into more of alice's side it would be a different movie yeah for yeah. sure yeah like i think because the thing is so then because that makes sense like like if that were the movie it would start off with alice seeing the omen in the beginning and that's her inciting incident of like what can she do to prevent this and that becomes kind of more of a straightforward like hollywood horror but i I know but it takes it takes basically that's that's why having if if i i wish they had in a way i wish they had stuck with i mean this is a paranormal the the supernatural versus the grief yeah so like if they had not revealed that the brother had been doing this i think it would be stronger for the supernatural but yeah. because they're like this was grief based they sort of they took that away so they took that they took the semblance of the supernatural away from me when i was watching the film so then i sort of didn't care mm. like i sort of i was like okay the brother did it this is grief I and then they're like oh no it was supernatural I'm like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> no, I kind of liked it. I saw when I liked the reveal I, of the brother because I thought that was kind of like a subversion. Like I thought like it was a, a genuine surprise. And like you're like, oh, I can see why the brother did it. And like I, I get what you mean by like them like taking the supernatural. But there's like that weird like because I feel that part fulfills like the ending of what they were trying to do. Of because like they show after like kind of between like the credits of like sound yeah. person, mm. they go back to the older photos and they go like here's the fake photos. But if you look back, she's actually been there. Like some of them was a bit like the one where she's like actually just in the corner sitting in a chair. I was like that. That's a bit much. The funny thing is, you go back and watch those scenes. She's in them. Yeah, and I mm. like that. It's I like went direct, has- I, as soon as I saw the garden one, and it went instead of zooming in to the left. It zoomed into the far right, and mm-hmm. she's clearly there. I was like, "It's a little creepy." Is that it? actually in the thing? So I went back to twenty minutes in where they show it. Yeah, and yeah, mm. and then all those instances, she's actually there. So it's inter- that that's the thing. I think that was the payoff that they really wanted. Was they were like, that's where they wanted to be like, yeah, this family thing happened, but. The supernatural was there the entire time. Like, and yeah, that's what's that supposed to then factor. leave you afterwards lingering scared going out of the theater. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, think I, think, I think that pulled it off as well as it could have, given how much supernatural there was. Um, like, I think... It definitely played with my mind. Like when I it watched definitely, it, yeah, because after that, I was member with my cousin. And I was like, I'm just gonna stay here until there's light. Because for some reason, <laughs> in my head there'll be like a shadow, and be like, there's a face in that shadow. Just gonna <laughs> wait until it's done. Because I think even during that time or after, my cousin was like, Hey, look at this photo I took. Couldn't you see that this kind of looks like a face? <laughs> and I was like, in my head, I was like, it did look like a face, but I knew it was just shadow. But in my, but in my head, I was like, no. 
like it played with my mind like that whole notion of like there's something in the corner and this movie basically made that into a possibility using like a real life situation mm-hmm. and i think that's why i was so creeped out by it i will say it totally got me yeah. like that that end sequence when it started like going back to all the old stuff and it's like it's creepy actually she was here the entire time i yeah. was like that's really creepy I did not even get that because they they get you with the here's the entire thing and we're going to zoom in on the thing that we want to show you. Yeah. And you only get so much to really examine the whole thing where you're like, what's different about that? Oh, I see what's different about this. There's that thing. While then they go back and they show the whole photo and you're like, you're looking at what you were shown mm-hmm. and then it goes into another part. You're like, where is this going? Oh my God, she's there too. Or she's there the whole time. It's like... It does definitely pull that off, but I think because there's not too much, yeah, the subversion is good for is is definitely for the grief, and they try to reel it back in later. I will say I was I did have a jump scare when <laughs> when when the dead girl showed up because when you're not expecting the it. whole time I saw it I'm like, that's the dead girl, that's her, that's her dead. What it's, is this? And then it. Went to black and quickly came back up, and then just like held on her face, and yeah, the sound, on her the face. sound just made me go, ah, okay, <laughs> hmm. uh, okay. But yeah. like that whole notion to me, like that's why I love horror because it gets into like this weird part of your mind, like the whole mm. notion of seeing a, your future self dead. I'm just like that's extremely creepy. Mm-hmm. Like just that, and like what it would do to you, and I think it kind of captured her like her mental health and how it felt after that but like it, it was i don't know it's just when i watched this movie we just put it on and it just surprised me how different it was compared to all the other films of the times that we watched like scream is it's totally different Nothing, yeah this was before the conjuring and all that stuff yeah so was. there wasn't really a, a really intense scary movie except for maybe the others like there wasn't something of that ilk for a long time so watching something that was so different and genuinely creeped me out. And I realized it has also, like, my kryptonite. Because, like, for some reason, I can't stand really old photos. Because, like, really old photos just, like, scare me to, like... <laughs> like, they just scare me because I oh, know like, that right they're the, dead. Like, right at the beginning stuff? Yeah, like, even yeah. that stuff, I was like, damn it. Like, what if... Oh, like, creepy photos, creepy photos. <laughs> when I put this on, I was like, this, one, this can't be that scary. And then I put that, I was like, oh, this is why this movie creeped me out. Because, like, look over here, that looks like something else. I'm like, damn yeah. it. Damn it. I think, uh, really quickly, before we wrap up, I think, um, looking back on it, I think uh, the only time that we see, like, in all the old video stuff, we see her, we see Alice, you know, interact with people and, you know, smile or whatever, and then the only time we hear her talk and display her character, other than what everybody else has been saying, is the old psychic psychic Mm. video. And I think her character within that, I, I think obviously it was her, you know, just trying to be herself, you know, just like, you know, the weird thing is like, I think, I think if in that moment she came in and she's like, I'm so terrified, everything sucks, I just want to die, like, I know I'm going to die. If she was like that kind of a character where it was like, it was very obvious that at that point she knew what was going to happen to her, then I think it wouldn't have played off well enough. Mm. Like, it wouldn't have been realistic. Yeah, it'd be nice if there was... Or if she was just, like, quiet uh, and she's like, 
I just don't know anymore. Like that sort of thing, like given up. Mm-hmm. I think any of those types of characters wouldn't have worked. But at the same time, I think because it's the only time we get to see her being her in terms of, you know, hearing her talk and seeing what she, how she presents herself other than all the video stuff. It's really hard because we're given, it's interesting. We're given so much of who she is from everybody else's perspective. Yeah. Which makes sense. And then we finally see her. Yeah. And you know, this thing happened to her. Like, you know, she, well, she was basically raped. Yeah. She saw her dead self. She wanted to get rid of all her belongings. She knew that she was, something bad was going to happen to her. She was having terrible dreams and she goes into the psychic just like, you know, these things are happening. I just thought I'd see if, you know, maybe you could help me tell me what it could be, what it, what I might be, you know, having problems with. And she's still trying to be this character. And I kind of wish that there was a little bit more of that. Maybe mm-hmm. in like some of the home videos, like maybe in some of the home videos, we actually heard her talk. Yeah. yeah. Or interact kind of, with yeah. other people. Because they have little bits and why not have audio for those little bits? Yeah. Just like a little bit, just to give, make you want to know who she is more. Because at the very end when I'm watching that, I'm like, I, I want to know more about which, you know, maybe they're trying to pull that off and trying to make you want to feel that way about her and want to know more. And they're, and it worked for you, but it didn't work for me. Yeah. Yeah. Which is understandable why. Like, I, when you say why, I'm like, yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. Like, that's what I think, like, what makes an interesting movie. It's like, I love, like, my favorite types of movies are the films that, like, I have such varying opinions on because, like, it shows, like, like, it seems more ambitious that way, because it obviously was trying to go for something different or trying something new. Because, like, like, cause like, when you have, like, the Marvel movies, like, they're always going to be fun. They're always going to be, like, straightforward. <laughs> you and have some people who are like, oh, fuck yeah, Marvel movies, and people who are like, eh. yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, for me, like, either, like with every, when every Marvel movie comes out, like, there's the expected response, right? Yeah. Like, this is what's going to be, it's going to be a thing, and then it's done. But, like, with this one, it's just, like, I like things that are just so different or, like, try to pull off something new. And for the time, it was kind of new to what it was. And I think it's funny with the whole documentary style. Now on Netflix, you see a lot of this documentary of, like, making a murderer mm. kind of feel. And I thought yeah. it was interesting that this movie came out, was doing a fictionalized version of that. But, like, now there's things that are trying to find actually this kind of true crime kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I thought, like, oh, like, watching it now, I, I saw that it was a little ahead of itself in that regard. Yeah. yeah. I, will, I mean, I'll say this. I did not enjoy it, but it's still worth watching. Yeah, same. Because there is that aspect of you will, you're always going to be questioning what's happening next. Yeah. It's just... For me, there were times when what happened next, I was like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> oh yeah, 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 it's fun. But that's like that's what like movies are about, right? Yeah, so you can say "fuck this." Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. Things, yeah. There, there was nothing that I was like, "I know what's gonna happen." <laughs> You're like, "This is new territory." There was a lot of things where I was just personally saying to myself, "I hope this doesn't happen," because I didn't because I didn't want it to turn into really shitty horror yeah that's, like i yeah. really just didn't want to turn into a trope yeah that's, it didn't i had the same thing it didn't too. it didn't like there was so many turns where i'm like i hope this doesn't happen i hope this doesn't happen i hope this and then they didn't yeah sorry 
But yeah, this is the movie that generally creeped, like, no other movie, like, creeped me out this way. And I think it was just the use of, like, the footage and the realistic, like, how it plays with your mind. Like, I felt like it played with my mind effectively. Mm-hmm. Then comparison to, like, even The cla- the Conjuring is a good movie. Like, the clapping shit scared the shit out of me. But, like, this kind of played in my mind where, like, I would, I still, like, imagine it. Or even I, like, I could casually be doing something. And I'm like, oh, remember that horror movie? Then I'll think about why it scared me. And then, like, oh, there goes my imagination again. Let me close the crack of my closet just so I just, there's a darkness that I don't see. Yeah. 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 Recommended. And have you guys finally watch horror. Yeah. I definitely, I definitely would recommend it. Uh, I don't watch a lot of horror, but yeah, I, I definitely it's definitely a thing where I'm not I'm not mad that I watched it. It was it, it was you know Put interesting. It title. was an interesting different. <laughs> I'm not mad that I watched it. <laughs> uh, it was definitely a different take on horror. It was is an interesting look at it. Very interesting story, and honestly, the like the way it's presented is exactly how it should have been which is something that should be commended to the people that made the film you know not ju- not just the actors who all did a really good job um selling it but then also the filmmakers who uh thought of the best way to tell the story um in the way that it did like you know it's it's something to have like a found footage film like a real one, just using news clips and stuff like that and edit together and have some voiceover and some talking heads, like, you know, going back to the, um, the Eagles documentary that we did forever ago, forever ago. And, um, you know, going back to that where it's like, you have all this like footage from over the years and stuff and you edit together to try to tell a story and all that stuff. It's a real you know, it's something really to amaze at that then in this aspect, that was all faked and they filmed it all, mm-hmm. which is crazy to think about because they had to film it so it didn't look fake, which was really cool. Yeah. And they did it because all the home movie stuff, I was like, all looks like home movie. It all looks like it could be real. So good for you. Yeah. I definitely, I, I definitely recommend it to people. But yeah, no horror. Mm. <laughs> we'll see if we do that. We'll see if we do that again. I feel like if we do it again, it's gonna be for me. I think we do it again. <laughs> I think if we do it again, we all have to watch it together. Instead <laughs> of alone. Uh, just so, we, just so we either scare each other or. Yeah, uh, I also had to pick it for like you know this week. I'm alone in my apartment and shit. But yeah, it was that. It just it creates a good ominous vibe. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, no. So yeah, definitely go check out Lake Mungo. Um, I will say it's. I I honestly had a hard time finding it. Uh, did you guys? Torrents, baby. No, that's. <laughs> I tried to find a stream and I I finally found one, but it had. Uh, it had French subtitles. Woo! We got oh, to learn a little okay. on while, it, while it was English, and it was like I just tried to keep ignoring yeah. it on the bottom. You got to learn a bit. No, I didn't. I was just I just tried to keep French acknowledging horror the is something different. I did not want to look down and try to read 
because every time I did, I was like, no, I'm going to miss something. I need to pay attention. Um, but yeah, definitely go watch it. Oh. But and uh, and let us know what you think of it. If you've seen it before, uh, or if you watch it through our recommendation, and then tell us what you think of it, because we definitely want to know what you think and uh, and talk to y'all down in the comments or online on social medias and stuff like that. Uh, and yeah, once again, uh, I'm Martin Bennett, and joined with me is Rick and Roddy Woo. for the Unknown Era podcast. Uh, as we said at the beginning of the show, next week we're doing Rick's. So Rick's pick, and Rick Who? picked us to watch Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah. So we're going from horror to cult classic. Comedies. Comedies. Said everything. Yeah. yeah. No, this will be fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, if you want to watch and listen to that now, well, you can do that. If you help help us out and spot and you know support us financially by becoming a a patron over on our patreon patreon.com slash unknown air films because if you go over there and just help us out by supporting us with a dollar just one dollar a month you can get all of our content a week early so right now you could listen to the to the next one right now as we're talking yeah and uh and there's a bunch of other stuff like the after podcast show that we do every week where we continue talking about what we were talking about or we talk about new stuff. Last week we talked about Netflix and Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> um, there is some other stuff. You'd have to watch it to see. So who knows what we're going to talk about You know, this week on our after podcast show called Friendly Banter, but you'll have to go over to Patreon to see. But yeah, follow us on all the social media so you know what we're doing next. We're hopefully going to start doing some cool film projects and we want to do i want to do at least a lot more behind the scenes stuff and put that on youtube and whatever whatever we get up to so keep on the lookout for that yeah thanks again for listening and uh, we'll see you next time peace bye